Hello, and welcome to The Solve Network. I'm Shane Borza, host of the podcast. Along with my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we'd like to welcome you. Our mission is to provide solutions and create a network of experts for you to learn from. We hope this episode and expert helps you to learn, grow, and move forward. And now, on with the show. Hey, my name is James. I'm a lawyer who's always been interested in optimal human performance, and that's how I found Shane. If you're looking to upgrade your mental and physical fitness, then the Ultimate Performance Course is for you. It's the key to performing better at work, at home, and in all of life's challenges. I've also found it to be a great community of like-minded and supportive professionals. As Shane says, together, everyone accomplishes more. Want to have your ultimate performance or find out more about how to optimize your mind and body fitness? Contact me at shaneborza.com and see if the DIY or the group program would be best for you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Solve Network. My name is Shane Borza. I'll be your host. And along with my co-founder, Benjamin, we're super glad you're here. I'm really excited to welcome my friend Clifford to the show tonight. He has been in the fitness industry since the 90s. He's been a professional fighter. He has graduated with a lot of degrees. He has a lot of specialties. And I'm really excited to dive into competitive edge with him because not only does he have the academic background on that, but he has the first person real world in the ring experience as well. So Clifford Starks, thank you for being here and talking to us and please take it away. Yeah, thanks, Shane. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, ultimately, the way I look at the world, what's up, Misty? She made it and she's out. (laughs) And um, the way I look at the world is figuring out how to get your competitive edge, figuring out how to sharpen your blade so you can show up fully and authentically and at, at your best. And ultimately, Everyone wants to show up as, at their best, you know, and they're looking for that solution. They're looking for that answer. And the answer, as crazy as it's going to sound, is in one spot and in one spot only. And all I do is uncover that answer for them. And I didn't, I learned my answer young on. You know, I was young when I learned the answer. When I, when I went behind the curtain and I saw what it really was. And what made things even more interesting is when others started finding the answer, their their eyes would change. You know, something would change about them and they would have, have a different swagger and they would respond differently in the world. And so as I've gone through my journey, um, I've just tested it out again and again and again. And it seems to show up the same way every single time. And so before I even get into the answer, I want to tell a story. And I actually heard this story from uh, the Iceman, Wim Hof. And I've been doing the Wim Hof technique. And if you don't know who that is, look him up because you'll be glad that you did. He has a very special technique that I practice to this day. And it's great for stress relief. And it's great for feeling overall stronger. And it's great for the immune system as well. He's actually gone up, um, not Squawpee, he's gone up uh, Mount Everest. And he's taken several people up Mount Everest as well. And I bring him up because as an expert, we can only grow. Like a true expert knows that the journey is never over. 
you're never ever done and experts learn from experts and so i didn't even know this was some of the practices i was taking in at the time until i heard him bring it up and it was a story that really stuck with me and his story was god at one time wanted to hide the greatness that is in an individual from them because he wanted people to have to he wanted to make people work to really deserve what they were looking to get and so for greatness to to really deserve it he he spoke with the angels and the angel said we'll hide it um underneath the deepest rocks in the ocean and they'll it'll take them forever to find it they'll never find it there and god said eventually men will build submarines men and women and they will get to the ocean to the bottom of the sea and everyone will have access it will be easy access after we after they build the proper foundations and tools to get there and so another angel said well what if we hide it all the way in outer space as far as it can go where people would have to travel miles upon miles to have any sort of chance to even touch it to even fathom it only the very best will get it then and god said no because they again will find two tools the necessary tools where anyone and everybody will be able to touch it and feel it and sense it he said he wanted to make it special something that was difficult something that was challenging and so god thought for a moment and he said to himself this is what i'm going to do i've spoke with my counsel i'm going to hide it within men and women themselves so they'll have to look deep and they'd have to look deeper than they've ever looked and there's no tool no process no system that can get you there because you have to implement you have to understand you have to learn and you have to grow and i i take that story in because that's the truth your true strength doesn't come from any individual telling you what to do doesn't come from a blueprint doesn't come from a system it comes from you going to work you putting in the reps and that's why i always talk about putting in the reps i could tell you how to sell how to market how to be an athlete but without the experience it won't mean anything and if you repeat it to other th- other people you'll be nothing more than a parrot they won't be able to fill it from you not authentically and so it's up to an individual to go out on their quest and their journey and take the necessary actions to get to where they need to go and get to what they want to go and a lot of times people don't like to hear that answer cuz they always think if i can get behind the green screen and grab it and touch it i'll figure it out when the truth is it's always in them always has been and it always will be so as i've gone through my journey i really look at what people want you know really really deeply and uh i'm sure misty can attest to this i take the time to listen very intensely to people what they want what they desire what they enjoy what they hate what they despise because when i can do that we begin a dance you know we begin a dance because once we start the dance we can improve upon the dance i i will continue to say this till the day i'm done i am a guide nothing more nothing less 
I can't jump into your body and do it for you. And at one time I tried, <laughs> I, I did my best to do that because I do have passion for people and I do love people. And I wanted to jump inside of them and just like, I'll do it myself. I'll figure it out myself. You, <laughs> you just sit on the sideline. And then I realized, ah, crap. The only way that they'll ever, ever get off the sideline is if they choose to get off the sideline. No one can make them get off the sideline. No one can force them off the sideline. No one can even tell them how amazing being off the sideline will be. It's got to be in them. It's got to be something intrinsically deep within them. And as I speak about the internal, there is an external there too. Because the external factor is the guide. The guide has gone through the journey. The guide understands things that the internal individual does not understand and realizes things the internal uh, individual doesn't realize. But when you see someone who's been out on the field, who's gone into their arena, it makes you think that you possibly could do it too, especially if they tell you that you can. But if I was a homeless individual on the street, and it's not to disrespect homeless individuals, but it is to say you have to have a certain, you have to go through a certain process for people to respect it. And at one time, I wanted to fight against that process because I think everyone's special and I know everyone's special. And instead of fighting it, I used it. I used it as energy to move all of us forward. Because if I can go through my process, right, and step on the big stage, and remind people everyone's important, that alone will help people realize how important everybody else is. But it's a process that we all have to go through and say like, yeah, we look to our leaders. We look to the ones who take massive, massive action. Because when you take massive, massive action, people respect you differently. They just do. It's a law like gravity. Um, and it's, it's been here since I've been here, and I'm sure it's going to be here when I'm gone. I can't really say that because I don't know what I don't know. But all I do know is I play within the laws of what reality are. I'm not going to pretend like gravity's not there and jump off a cliff. And I'm not going to run into a wall because I know that will really, really hurt. And the same is true with the principles that I use. Uh, they're tried and true. I've used them on hundreds of people. I'm looking to use it on thousands of people because when people really understand the greatness within themselves and go through the process and the way they need to go through the process, they will put in the reps to get their competitive edge. Uh, my process, and I'm still working on it because I know I need to title it in such a way where it just grabs people and it's going to get there. It's a powerful, powerful process, but it's called the power of six. And it's the six principles that I've used to get myself through my journey and a lot of other people along the way. And my process is, so first, number one is called the three C's, which is clarity, confidence, and commitment. If you have clarity and where you want to go, and that is so much easier said than done. Most people would think like, yeah, I know what I want to do. Like, do your very best to be clear in the moment that you need to be clear in. 
And clarity means, are you clear 10 years down the line? Are you clear five, five years down the line? Are you clear one year down the line? Are you clear a day down the line? Get massive clarity wherever you can get it. And so if it's just one day, it's just one day. Just get clarity there because as you practice it, you'll get better at it. So once you get clear on what you're looking to do, confidence is an interesting, interesting piece. Because a lot of times people misconstrue confidence and competence. Confidence is the ability to know that you can become what you need to become, that you can grow into the thing you're looking to grow into. It's not to say you will not be anxious or nervous or even uncomfortable. You are going to feel all of those things. But it is to say, if you practice something long enough, you'll get good at it. And the cool thing about confidence is just like anything, it can build, but also it can deteriorate. And so when you realize like, okay, what am I practicing? What am I being consistent with? How am I showing up to the world? Sometimes we get so confident in a role, we actually lose confidence in our identity. So for instance, you work with cameras and you're great at it. And I was a fighter back in the day and I was great at it. And what we'll do is we'll trick ourselves into saying we are our roles, but we're not our roles, we're our identity. We can become whatever we want to become if we practice it enough. You get better at what you practice. That's just the way that it goes. And so when you say, okay, if I do not practice fighting, I will no longer have that role of a high-level fighter. I can still fight, probably with the best, but not the best in the world because it's not what I'm practicing anymore. I'm practicing something completely different. And I'm confident in my ability to grow into that different thing. Um, and then there's commitment. And what's funny with commitment specifically, seeing this happen on my entrepreneurial journey quite a few times, actually. If a person's going to tell me, I'm going to be a millionaire whenever it happens, like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? And I ask people that question. Because if I told people, oh, I'm going to be a professional fighter whenever it happens, like, well, when are you going to fight to get there? Oh, it's just going to happen when it's going to happen. And a lot of people are given this weird belief that if they just kind of sort of try something without giving deadlines to it, they'll get there eventually. And some might. And so they'll, they'll look at it and be like, well, such and such did that. But they don't look at the quantifiable numbers behind it. It's like, wait, are, are we going to look at the numbers? Are we going to look at someone who is just hyper, hyper talented and they just kind of coasted through it and, and got there and made it happen? Uh, what I like about my journey, people look at me and say, I've always been gifted. I've always been athletic. I've always had this and that. I know the truth of it. I was an overweight kid who had no cardio. I couldn't jog longer than a lap. It would absolutely destroy my lungs. And so going from being that kid to something completely different, I understand that perfect practice makes perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Not half-assed practice, not kind of sort of doing it, not, well, let me dip my toe, but going all in, going all in. Because the mind will grow into what it needs to grow into. 
the body will grow into what it needs to grow into. And so that means commitment. Put a sit, like, just circle it down. I am committed to this specific thing. And then the next piece is figuring out your plan. And oftentimes people look at the plan and say, I don't want a complicated plan. And plans aren't supposed to be complicated. They're actually supposed to be quite simple. And everyone has a plan. It's just, what is your plan? Are you planning to show up in reactive mode? Are you gonna show up proactively? And when you show up proactively, you tend to get a lot more done. And so with that, there's systems. And if we can figure out the system that works specifically for that individual, it's a customized system that works for you. Different things work for different people. And when you can understand them fully, understand their strengths, understand their weaknesses, understand the people they need around them and also the people they don't need around them because it goes both ways, the system and the plan gets easier to implement. And there's little, literally four things you're focusing on when you're getting a plan together. What are you doing right now? And that's so hard for people to do, myself included. I don't like writing down what I'm doing for the day. But if I don't write down what I'm doing for the day, I have nothing to measure. And if it's not measured, then it will not be managed. And you will just be flying from the seat of your pants, hoping that it's going to come together. And so measure it out for a week. At least you can see what you're doing, where you're strong, where you're weak, what you need to do. And then the four things you go over is, okay, do I do more of something? Do I do less of something? Do I get rid of something? Or do I add something? That's it. It's not that, it's not that complicated. It just, it's simple to do, but it's not easy to do at first. And I say at first because when we practice certain things long enough, it becomes second nature for us. That's the beauty of the human experience we can practice into what we want to be, what we want to experience and what we want to become. And then the third passionate action, you know, just going after it passionately. That's actually very, very simple, especially when I get principle one and principle two done. Because if they're feeling it, if they're stretching themselves and they have a plan on what to do, that action becomes very, very easy to do. Once they can circle, oh, I need to do this thing the action becomes easy. Now where it gets interesting, and, and this is the name of the game between those who really bust through versus those who do not bust through. And that's the fourth principle of unshakable faith. And as much as, as I'm telling you, it's not the most fun place to be in. So I got, I got an exercise you can do and I'm going to cuss. I'm going to let you know this just because that's what I do whenever I'm getting ready for my unshakable faith. But I look up at the sky and I say to myself, how in the fuck am I going to get through this? Like, <laughs> I just don't know. I don't. But I know there's a solution there somewhere. And so if I keep myself solution-based, I've always found an answer. And what's cool as I've gone through my entrepreneurial journey, it's who in the fuck can help me through this? <laughs> so I don't have to do it all by myself. I get an entire team to work with. And I get an entire team to get very specific with. 
Like as I, as I go through my journey, the more specific we can get with what we're looking for, the easier the process becomes. So we're gaining, like I've been gaining friends on this journey with me. You know, you Shane, you Tom, and you Misty. And the more specific I can get with what I need, the easier it becomes for you to help me get to that thing. And the only way the specifics come about is by having that unshakable faith to know you can't know what you don't know. You just can't, no matter how much you try. And so all you do is you just believe and you hope and you, you go through the steps. You keep going through those steps because I have to keep resetting those steps over and over again. It's been the same journey over and over again. Losing weight, getting in the UFC, entrepreneurship. And we all know, we've all heard it, how easy it is. How, oh, in this three systems, you just do this, this, and this, and all of a sudden you're making money, hand over fist. They are good at marketing. I've gotten this to peak behind the green screen. I know the truth. And the truth is, entrepreneurship is hard. Losing weight when you haven't lost it before is hard. Getting in the UFC is hard. They're all hard things. Every single one of them. But it's worth it. And that's the one thing that I know is if I live with passion and I go after my dream and my goal and what I want to do, it's worth it to me. And even if I don't make it, it was worth it to me because my kids get to see like, you know what, you go after what you want. And you just keep practicing and trying no matter fucking what. And that's unshakable faith right there. You can't stop me from going after what I want. You just can't. My parents learned that when I was young. And uh, I'm glad that they did because we used to butt heads a lot on that part. So the fifth, take responsibility. Look within before you look without. Again, there are external factors in life. But you can only control what you can control. And in taking responsibility, it's I'm going to control what I can. I'm not going to try and control what I can't. And I'm doing my best to have the wisdom to know the difference between the two. And if I can do that consistently over and over and over again and continually make the steps that I need to make and grow into the person I need to grow into, it gets easier. The journey actually gets easier, not harder. I call that Momentum plus time equals compounded energy. So no matter what you so-called fail at, you cannot fail because you can learn. You can learn what you're good at. You can learn what you're not so good at. And you can go into whatever you need to go into. I didn't tell my coach I wanted to be in the UFC until I had a couple fights under my belt. I had a couple fights under my belt and I said, I want to get there in less than a year. But if I didn't have the chin to take a punch, if I didn't have the cardio to deal with what was coming, if I was freaking out over every punch coming my way, those would have been some major, major roadblocks and hurdles to overcome. So all I can do is try at things. And this gets really funny because they say, like, you can take a quiz to know what your passion is. Like a quiz, like, yeah, if I just... If I circle a couple things here, it's going to spit out my passion to me. I'm like, they're lying to you. Like, that's an absolute bold-faced lie. There's no way a person can say, like, 
Could you imagine? Could you imagine? All right. You got Michael Phelps and LeBron James. Now, my guess, if they both took the quiz, I'm just guessing. They wouldn't say like, oh, yeah, you should be a basketball player. You're 13 and you just took this quiz. You should be a basketball player. And Michael, you should be a swimmer. I just don't see those odds happening. I could be wrong. I asked them to test it. I, I say, test it and let's see. And then the next piece is greatness within. That's my favorite one because it really just ties everything in together. It's saying I'm going to practice my five steps and master them as deeply as I can, as deeply as I can. And so there's a story behind a uh, jujitsu instructor and this jujitsu. So you go through belts and the rankings in jujitsu. And so it's white belt, blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt. So the jujitsu instructor has his black belt and he practiced so long and so hard for so many years that his black belt became white again. All of the dye had left the belt. And so it's to say like, you practice so much, you actually, you transform in such a way that you retransform into something new. You're never done learning and you're never done growing, but you're always appreciating the experiences that you're having. Like if Thomas does an amazing deal, if Misty does an amazing deal, if Shane has an amazing day with photography, I'm going to cheer you guys on. And I'm going to be excited in that moment. And we're going to have our moment and we're going to enjoy that moment and feel that moment. But then after that moment's done, it's time to go back to work because we got things to do. It's a process. We don't have that long here. We have a hundred years and hopefully I'm hoping because they're saying like 150, that would be super cool, but 150 years at the most. And I've gotten to uh, talk with Thomas and see his kids and he's gotten to see mine and Misty. It goes fast it and it doesn't stop <laughs> like it doesn't, you don't get like all right all right can i get a pause like no it doesn't stop at all my kid keeps growing and it's reminding me crap the years keep going non-stop so if a person was to be like i want to get to this thing so i just so i can just say i've made it no life's a dance it's always been a dance and you can choose to get on the dance floor and dance your booty off or you can choose to sit it out that's your choice but when i'm done on the dance floor i'm probably gonna be done i'm probably like that's when i'm about to kick the bucket and say well it's been a fun ride i had a lot of fun made a lot of friends on the way and uh create a lot of experiences and had a lot of stories but my time's done until then i'm just gonna keep moving forward and I'm going to continue to remind people over and over again that the greatness is in them. And just like I said in the beginning, I cannot tell people there's greatness in them without me acting within my own greatness. It, it would not make sense to point to people and say, hey, there's greatness in you and me not do anything and me sit on the sidelines. So I'm going to play the greatness game and I'm going to play it full out, openly, authentically and on the dance floor. Moving and shaking my booty.
and I just want everybody else to join. So I will open it up to any questions. <laughs> well, I just want to double check. The uh, number five was take responsibility. Did I miss six in the story there? Yeah, or? six is greatness within. Greatness yeah, and I did. Within. Okay. Yeah, it's the greatness within. That is the combination of all five coming together. Yeah, I'm really glad that you told us that because you know the the story and the introduction and kind of overview was great. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but but to to go deeper and especially some of those stories and some of the lessons that you use to get those stories across, I think were really fantastic. Scene one, Apple, take one. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, your content creator coach. I have two books on filmmaking, Film Notes, where you learn to write, direct, and produce, and the Film Notes Workbook, where you can learn checklists and paperwork to streamline creating your content. Available at shaneborza.com. I also have filmmaker resources like the paperwork bundle with over 300 documents, the sound effects bundle with almost 3,000 files, and the music bundle featuring 900 tracks of all genres. Want to build your professional credits? Become an associate producer and get listed on IMDb. Let me help you get your art out into the world. Scene one, Apple, take one. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Solve Network. These interviews are from our web series of the same name. Want to watch? Head over to YouTube and search for The Solve Network. If you have questions, you can reach out to me at shaneborza.com. On behalf of my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we're glad you are a part of the network and hope you are finding solutions. If you need solutions, please reach out.